podcast with Mo. What up and welcome to episode 16 of a podcast with Mo. This week we are joined by Snappy and then Wyatt. Uh, We talk about Halloween, Facebook, Patreon, football, pork, elections, Kanye, Oklahoma government shit, Trump, the NBA, uh, some Netflix shows, movies, other TV shows, video games, really just run the whole gamut of... um, of shit to talk about. I mean, what else could you ask for? Um, thanks for listening. I said every week, but I feel like that's important. All right. And we are joined by snappy. What's going on? I went back to the last one. Hey, maybe that's just your most natural one. Everyone else can just suck a dick and quit hating. <laughs> and right now, I feel like this is what I call Halloween candy season, because we officially got a bunch of Halloween candy, and we never get trick-or-treaters, which means I'm about to eat a bunch of Halloween candy for the rest of the month. Man, I'll send my kids over here to raid you. Yeah, I mean, we'll give them some candy. Uh, but we just live like kind of in a busy, creepy-looking street. I've had kids you know, for quite a while. The people in Ada like to go to a certain spot over there's a there's a housing addition behind the park. Yeah, you yeah. gotta drive around the park. To get it's to basically it. where all the rich people live. Right. All and the it, other people are like, We're raiding the rich people. So from like the school so section cool. all the way back up past the park, that's the where everybody goes. And it is so crowded over there. Uh when me and uh me and the wife we lived in Medill before we were married, uh for like a year, maybe two years, I don't remember how long it was. And one year on Halloween, you know, I smoked cigarettes and I was just out on our porch smoking a cigarette. And this little like five year old Mexican girl walks up to get candy because she assumes it's Halloween night. I'm sitting outside. I must give candy. But I, we have no candy. We did not plan for this. We didn't have our porch light on. I just happened to be sitting there smoking a cigarette and she just kept holding her little fucking. You didn't have an orange or an apple or anything? Nope. Uh, a fucking kept... almond? Just holding it out, and we lived in this little like duplex, and the people next to us were giving out candy. We gave her a can of Viennese or something. <laughs> yeah, it was. I felt so horrible. So we've always had candy since then, but never have trick or treaters. But we have a few on our street. But I can see that because you have more of a neighborhood. Like mine's really more of just the Brom Street. It's mostly the kids in the neighborhood. Right, makes sense. Um. So, also, I got to give a shout-out, because this isn't part of our fucking shit. I got to shout you out and my mother out, because y'all are our two Patreon subscribers that are better fans and get fucking episode shout-outs. Um, also, on Patreon, something I added as a new goal, because we hit our goal of $15 a month, which had no uh, actual reward. It was just like, I want to do this, and that's what I put in that. Um, for the $100 tier, I put that me and you would do a fucking movie review, or maybe like a movie watch-along. I've just heard of other podcasts doing this and have never actually listened to what it is. Here's what it is in my mind. In my mind, it's me and you watching a movie with these microphones near us, but far enough away from whatever the fucking audio sources we're watching that won't pick it up, and me and you just talking shit about this movie while it's going on, and then people could therefore, that are Patreons, you know, even if you're a dollar, and if we get to this $100 tier a month, um, they would they could also watch the same movie. They hit play when we say, all right, we're hitting play. That's pretty cool. Uh, that's my idea. 
Now, that might be exactly how other people do it, because that's in my imagination how they would do it when they say we're doing like a movie commentary or whatever. So that's my my new goal. We may never get there, and that might be a horrible idea, and people might not want it, or we might not like it, and we can change it in the future. But that's my, that's yeah, my thought gonna, at the moment. I'm going to go ahead and like start the, getting the shirt design and stuff. It's just I just now got in a boot and I can't really get around everywhere. So oh yeah, no. It'll rush. be a couple weeks. No rush. Um, and something else because I believe in full transparency, um, and I know I should just be grateful for it and not bring it up and make it look like you know we just get all these cool listens. But I have noticed we've gotten like a hundred and fifty fake listens that are like from websites that you buy listens from, and I only know this because I can see the back end stats and like what websites you know is where shit's coming from and it'll be like 50 listens from this side and you click it and that on that website it's like so all them san diego listens mm-hmm. yeah like all the ones from san jose and it's been going on a while right like for quite it's probably way more than 150 honestly um and so it's rather someone's secretly spending money on getting us listens just to like do well, it because if you're reviewing podcasts and you're looking you're going to go with the one with more listens right probably probably I mean, you're more likely to come up on a thing. Like, honestly, what we need is for people to go to iTunes and make an account and then rate and review our podcast. Apparently, that's the most important thing to the algorithm. Um, But I don't normally just care. I mean, I don't know. I know, like, that I should care. But I'm like, I don't know. What's the odds? There's so many famous people. I got a few of my buddies telling me they're listening. Or at least in the first half, they say. Um. So anyway, we have some fake listens, and my thought is someone's rather buying them for us, or because anytime someone's ever listened to us, I follow them on SoundCloud, right? Right. Just what I do, because I just track it to see, like, if it's someone else, I'm like, do I already follow them? If so, I'm like, oh, they've come back. That's, like, my idea, right? And Uh then I think maybe i just done that with these other people, and maybe they're fake accounts that listen to this shit that it's are actually accounts owned by the websites, you know, that you pay money to get you listens. And so now because of that, I just automatically pop up as like the next shit that plays. So like I beat the system and I'm getting free listens. I don't know. Hell yeah. Who knows? Um, Thanks. But, computers everywhere. Fuck. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Tell people about our shit. And uh, I guess one more thing that's kind of, kind of in the uh, realm of all this made a Facebook page. So if you're on Facebook, you should go like a podcast with Mo. I try to send invites to all the people who I thought would like it or follow it on that. You can also review it and that would help us out. Um, so yeah, just thought I'd bring that up. Yeah. I've been sharing on that, uh, multi-comment sites, you know, like ESPN. Right. And there's some, some dude tried to try to fuck with us on there, putting a meme and I just liked it. I'm like, either way, you still clicked on our post. Right. At least so. you got someone's attention. He probably, didn't but he might have liked he it. might have listened it. who knows um even if on the off chance they accidentally click you know who i say go for it um all right into more shit that's going on i think i'm just done with watching football after last week why is that because it was the worst case scenario like i hate the dallas cowboys more than anything i like in football and then my favorite team got beat so badly and my quarterback looks bad, and he always has. And no, I just, I'm just done with. I'm just really glad Man, the NBA the, started. The Jacksonville defense last week. I know. I mean, there was two weeks. It basically Kansas City Chiefs figured them out easily, and now I think everyone's just going to copy. I mean, that. but to let Dallas, who's had a struggling offense, the only thing promising, including no line, is Ezekiel Elliott. And yeah. And they just let Dax run and pass all over them. 
Well, I think it was because everybody was hating on Dak all week, and Dak was trying to prove something, blah, blah, blah. But <clears throat> I'm just saying I'm done with football. I enjoyed it when my team in football just sucked, and I knew what to expect. I don't like this whole we think we're good and then they fucking aren't. And, again, I'm just really excited basketball starting. So I probably am done with football. I mean, you could bring it up if you want. I'll try to win in fantasy. But as far as me actually caring, I feel like last week broke me of caring about football. You're like one game under where you said you would pretty much quit caring on fantasy. I mean, no, I'm actually at it. I'm at I'm at where I said I wouldn't win. I probably can't make it. But our league, everyone that was at the top lost last week and everyone that was at the bottom won, so it kind of leveled it out. So I think that whole once you have five losses, you're out of it. I don't know. Might Pow-wow not be was, accurate. Powwow was the last undefeated team, and he's lost two in a row. Right. So I feel like maybe anyone's still anyone's game, but I don't think I'm going to win. I'm pretty much down that shit, too, because it just doesn't matter. My team will look good, like on projection-wise, but every week once the final score happens, it just does not uh, just doesn't work this year, which sucks. I've been in the playoffs every year I've ever done fantasy, though this just isn't my year, and I'm okay with that where i'm at all right i saw something really odd today actually where some muslim group and this could all be fake news this could be something that's not even fucking real i'll just throw it out there this could be fake but just the idea of it i still want to discuss um some muslim groups saying that they need pork free menus and restaurants or they're leaving america and i think first off we don't do a threat of like we're leaving america because that leaves open to everyone's obvious comment of like okay then leave goodbye Right. So that's just not the way to do it. And then I hate the way, and a lot of people do this. I think conservatives and liberals on both do it their own ways all the time. Of You better do it like this because it's America. And then you're always like, well, that's just that alone. Like, you have to do it this way because America. It's like, well, that's against the whole. Well, I don't think you should go on somebody else's turf and be like, okay, this is what we're doing now. I don't even see it as anyone's turf. I see America as everyone's turf. But in that, I think... You can't tell people what to do. Like, you can't just be like, everyone, you better do this. Like, that's just not the way it works right. is where I'm coming from. So, like... Right, I'm agreeing with that. Because when people are like, our turf, I do think there's some sort of, like, as in the white people who settled it here or back in the day, there's some sort of undertones of that when people do it. But I'm just saying, like, in general, just in America, you can't be like, you better do this. Now, I know historically they have fucked up, but the idea of America is you wouldn't do that. And so I would assume... Like, I, you see a lot of liberal people being very, like, pro-Muslim uh, or whatever, right? Like, if a Muslim group like this, like, we need pork-free menus, there may be a liberal... I could imagine a world where a liberal cause picks this up, right? Right. And I can see that. I'm like, well, that's just against... You can't force people to do that shit. I don't know. Just fucking weird. I mean, open your own restaurant, I guess. Right. Go make a... There's vegan restaurants all over the place, and vegans aren't over here like, there better be vegan... But you must make it. Seem like everyone has at least one or two options now, right? Because they're trying to please. And now, if you live like in my hometown, there's a Sonic. That's what you have. That is your restaurant. Now, there's a couple other like little fucking hole in the wall places that some nights are good, sort of scenario, but not a whole lot of options. Uh, I mean, there's a really famous catfish place that charges way too much money for decent food that people act like is amazing. Oh, Bill's Um, Catfish. Yeah. Um, but. I don't know. It's just the world's the way it is. Everyone's like, I'm going to complain until the world becomes what I want it to be. And I'm just like, I don't think that's the way it works. I hate them people that just go out in public and complain and complain and complain. Well, fucking stay home. <laughs> right. Do it. Do it your own way. Stay home. I do think it's dope. I just learned this week that I get off election day. Like my job is shutting down to make sure everyone votes. 
And I think everyone's job should do that. Shutting down for roading. That's cool. I, I just think every, like, why can't it be a fucking Sunday or whatever? Like, you know, how, like everything's shut down or whatever. Why can't everyone get off or at least a half day or whatever it would be to make sure you get to vote? That seems like the most American shit ever. Right. But anyway, I mean, then it, I guess maybe you'd have to like prove you're registered. Like if you're registered, you get off. But I'm pretty excited about that shit. Sounds pretty cool. I seen uh, where California, they was marking people wrong on their voting registry. Voting them wrong? They were marking them wrong like Democrat, Republican. Oh, I see. They fucked up like 50 ballots or, or 50 registries. That's all many, like though. Fifty is not a lot. It wasn't was, was a huge amount. Uh, I did see something that, that kind of reminded me of something that <laughs> will be interesting. Or, or what I saw was someone saying, like, all black people should register to vote Republican because then once you're Republican and then you start stealing what you want, they'll have to listen to you. Right. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty fun strategy. And then I was like, what if that's Kanye's strategy? Like, what if he's overthought this shit? And he's like, yeah. That's how we do it. If we're part of the Republicans, then all of a sudden black problems become Republican problems. There like, you well, go. I've never thought, like, maybe it he's, works. Maybe he's fucking, you know, 3008 while we're yeah, back. Yeah, you see here. where the uh, vice president come down, come to town to endorse Kevin Stitt? Yeah. Or I, the uh, vice president, yeah. Yeah, I don't like Mike Pence. I know. Um, I don't either. At all. Like, he, I, I like Trump more than him. So when people are like, impeach Trump, I'm always like, actually, uh, would prefer Trump over Mark Pence. My daughter uh, hates that. I said, what, y'all want to impeach Trump, but you're on the Pence about it? <laughs> she fucking like, Dad! And I know it's a corny pun, but... Hey, you know, corny puns are fun sometimes. It happens when you're a dad. You just get them. But anyways, uh, I'm going the other way. I'm voting for Drew Edmondson. That's cool. I mean, I'm pretty... I've been having this debate over, like, who we're, I'm going to vote for on, like, our representative... Um, lately, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure, but got on the governor, man. I'll just stitch out of Fallon's closet, man. Well, honestly, I like to look at attack ads, and whoever are trying to be more vicious in attack ads probably have more to hide. And Kevin Stitt's attack ads are a lot dirtier, I feel like, than Drew Edmondson's, which I haven't really seen any attack ads from him. And I just like that. Yeah, that goes well, a long way for me. I think Drew Edmondson, uh, he. Has a lot of the more of the values this time around, so yeah, I'm, right. I'm voting the other way. I don't care what anybody I says. Know, I do like I like all these campaign ads. Like we also get a lot of Texas ones because of where we live, and so I like to see these Beto O'Rourke versus Ted Cruz ads because like everyone hates Ted Cruz. Like I don't know if anyone remembers this, but I know I noticed it because it came up on my Facebook memories like last week. Uh, Ted Cruz, like how everyone in Congress just talked about they hate him, like John Boehner and all the Republicans are like. They fucking hate him, right? Like, Republicans just hate him in Washington. And, like, a lot of people just hate him because he looks fucking weird. I don't know. He's a weird-looking fuck. And he's, like, running this whole thing against Beto O'Rourke, and he's like, Beto O'Rourke says he's for immigration reform, and he wants to help people that are on welfare. Like, I don't know. All these things that I'd be like, okay. Right. Because, like, I'm going to lean a little liberal. It's like, I just... It's like, and it's said with such a tone that you're supposed to think like evil, evil person. But if you're on the other side, you're just like, oh, all right, cool. Thanks for informing me. Yeah, I have heard of many people liking Ted Cruz. Oh, dude, he's the Zodiac killer, first off. And then second, you know, he's just a crazy guy. He's a crazy guy. Zodiac killer, huh? That's the internet joke about him is he is the Zodiac killer. 
or his father was a Zodiac killer. One of the two. I don't really remember. It's an a, it's a dated internet thing. Well, maybe his father would fit the time frame more. Probably. Probably. I just still remember, and I think we brought up on this podcast before, when Trump called his wife ugly and he didn't say anything. And you're like, well, Ted Cruz, <laughs> anything you had going for you before that, you just, I don't know, you just caved. Trump, I don't think anyone remembers this. I mean, maybe they do if they really thought about it. Like the two years before Trump became president where he just like, what's the word for uh, like taking away someone's masculinity? Whatever that word is, every Republican man. It was like, you want to go against Trump? He's going to make you feel like a, he's going to bring you down to his level and win. Like, I don't know. And he did it time and time again. And it was like fascinating at the time. And my wife would get mad at me like, you can't like him. And I'm like, I'm not saying I like him. I'm just saying this is fascinating. And then whenever I predicted he was going to win the presidency and all my friends got all pissed that I said that, I was like, guys, it's just look at it. Of course he is. He's beat everyone. I'm not for it. I hate this fucker. But there ain't no way he's losing. And then yeah, he, they said he had no plans of intentionally winning. I don't think he did. I they, think I, They said it actually ru- ruined his whole thing because he really didn't plan on winning that thing. From what I understand is he had a deal set up to get was like uh, Trump TV, right? Like his own TV channel. And he was going to try to rabble Fox News, be like a more conservative Fox News. And then after he won, it was like, oh, fuck. Like Jared Kushner was about to like run the fucking Trump TV or whatever. So, and it makes so much sense if you think that's what the plan was compared to, because I don't know. I still think it's weird. I know I bring this up way too much. The motherfucker is having rallies. We are... In 2018, the next election's in 2020. Right? It's too early. Why? And he's fucking having rally. Well, I better go to fucking Montana and yell at him about fucking random shit. And you're like, well, go fucking work. All you did for years was complain about Obama not being at the White House enough. And you're fucking, I don't know. It's just, it's weird. It's just weird to me. I've never. Yeah, I don't seem like he spends a whole lot of time in the White House. Well, I don't think he does much work regardless if he's there or not. I think he has a whole bunch of staff that's he's holding it together. He's probably got automated signatures. Right, exactly. It's just a big stamp. All right, so I mentioned a little bit earlier, so I'm only gonna say, I'll say it again real quick. The NBA is back, and this makes me super excited. The Thunder lost their first game, but it was only by eight points. The and NBA have, season doesn't start till February, sir. I disagree. Most Fe- people, Fe- February 4th to be exact. Most people say it would start uh, after or on Christmas Day. That's what most people start paying attention. Um, I think it starts when it fucking starts because who cares about football? I NBA do. is on. Fuck, I get to watch three, four games a week of just the Thunder. Plus, I can watch other games of other teams. NFL, it's like, oh, here's just one day, and they're not. It's fo- football, so boring. I know this because I've been watching it every week. I watch it, and it's like, oh, we're back and a commercial. Well, you have Blake, and we're back and a commercial. Well, you have Blake Bortles as a quarterback. Of course, it's going to be boring. I guess maybe that's really all it is. You've been um, watching defensive ran games for years and didn't even realize it. Back to what's important. The NBA, it's back. <laughs> Better than ever. Uh, and I'm way more excited about this year. And again, it gives me something to watch. And the Thunder played tonight because we're recording a little early. Um, these fucking 930 at night games, though, I will say that's real fucking late. It's hard to stay up to watch the fucking end of a, a late West Coast game. Yeah. Oh, also, watch the random show on Netflix. That's real fucking good called A Haunting of Hill House. Have you watched it? I have not watched it. I'm sure my wife's going to watch it. I'm sure. Um, 
everyone acted all right the reason i watched it was there's this girl i'm friends with on facebook who normally has opinions on tv shows that line up really fucking close to mine if she's like oh i like this show it's just something i've normally already watched i'm like oh i like that show too so when she was like I fucking love this or whatever i was like oh okay and she actually went on and said the best show she's ever watched period wow and i was like okay i'll watch it i guess and of course, that that already runs through any expectations you would have had. Not really, because I honestly didn't think I liked because it's called The Haunting of Hill House, and it's like, I don't like horror at all. Like, I just don't like scary shit, um, like scary movies or whatever. And my wife wanted to watch it because it's all Halloween, so of course she's going to be like, oh, yeah, let's watch it. Um, so we go to watch. It's not scary. I'll let you know. Like, there's a little bit of, like, you know, special effects or, like, in the background, a creepy ghost or something. But, like, it's not that scary, to be honest. Um I've seen a couple of people post about it, but I didn't pull the trigger on it. Right. and But it is a good show. It's a lot of like the first couple episodes are kind of slow and it's kind of boring in my opinion. But once you understand the way they're doing these flashbacks and present day shit, it just takes a while, I think, for you to understand how they're doing that. Then this stuff starts to piece together more. And I think it probably would make sense to go back and watch it a second time after you watch it and probably make even more sense. I got you. But... I don't have I don't have patience like that. Right, and we we probably won't go back and rewatch it until maybe like if a second season comes out, which I hope it doesn't. I think it's perfectly contained one season. They should not do another one, but that doesn't mean they won't. Well, I've seen a lot of people share, but like I said, I didn't right go into it. I think the thing that amazes me the most is you remember the movie Son in Law, the best Polly Shore movie. Oh yeah, uh, the chick from Son in Law is the mother in the flashbacks of these people, and she has to be like. 40, 50 years old now. She was also the female agent on Entourage for any Entourage fans out there because I love that shit. And it's like she looks exact, like she looks 20. And it just the whole time watching it, I was like, God damn, how old is this woman? Because like she was in Son in Law, which was like my favorite movie that in 94. Like, yeah, it was in the 90s, <laughs> whatever. Man. Like, so that was distracting to me. But well, if she was 20 then, she'd, she'd still be in her high 30s. If she was 20 in the 90s? Well, you figure what, 99? But she looks real good for you. Anyway, that was all. Had a little MILF sidetrack there. I guess so. And I guess I also got a kind of turned off by like the main older brother. I I think the actor is really bad. And a lot of times you'll get these British actors and you have no idea they're British because they just do fucking flawless American accents, right? And you're like, I know. And then they do the interviews and you're like, what the fuck? Right. But this guy, to me, it kept coming out. Like when he was talking, and I had no idea if he's British. Maybe he's not. Maybe he just fucking talks weird. But I was like, oh, he just, I don't know. He just seemed like a bad actor where everyone else was really good. So um, anyway, I would recommend recommend the show, though. I think it's a pretty good show, especially for the Halloween season. You know, okay. if you want to watch a little. It's not like super scary, but it's a little spooky, if that makes sense. Yeah, I don't get into Halloween a whole lot. I haven't in a long time. I mean, I dress up when my kid wants me to dress up something themed. See, I uh, I really enjoyed Halloween as a kid, but I don't have kids. And so without having kids, honestly, I don't care about any holiday. Thanksgiving is the only one that I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. We get to eat. Someone's going to cook fucking delicious food. That's the only one I like. Christmas honestly stresses me the fuck out. Anyone's like, we're exchanging gifts. I want to be like, fucking no. I don't want to exchange gifts. And then you got friends with kids or like you get my kid a gift. And it's like, you get me a gift because I don't have kids. We're going to like, I, I don't know. It's just a whole fucking thing. And I also grew up with so many cousins and aunts and uncles and like my grandparents didn't even get me my like 
I don't know. It's just like I didn't get everybody anything. I got Granny something and Dad right. on that side, and that's about it. Yeah. So apparently, my wife's already been buying shit. So that's cool. Except I have to buy her something. So I got to figure that out. I have no ideas. Well, at the you're moment. supposed. To, you've had eleven months to listen. Well, I guess ten. But. Yeah, but I didn't. And honestly, she goes out because books is like her favorite thing in the world. But she's bought like fucking fifty books this year. She's already got all the books she, she wants. She don't fucking need any more books. And so, well, what else does she like? Well, I know she needed a watch for years, so we're. I think that's the plan we're going to try to go for. But she's very picky, so we're going to have to have some uh, cooperation. Yeah, I think I just uh, with me being out of work and the other things that's happened, I just kind of want to skip Christmas. Yeah, that'd be dope. I wish there could be a year like that. We just skip Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen this year because we've always spoiled them pretty good on Christmas. <laughs> right. It ain't happening this year. Yeah, uh, this is just the year I think you sit down and you tell them Santa canceled it this year, kids. So. Uh, my eight-year-old came out the other day and said, I know y'all are Santa Claus. Y'all drink the milk and cookies. <laughs> We're like, yeah. Well, that's good. I was like, but you know, that's like kin to the Tooth Fairy and all that other shit too, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> ain't just one. I remember I used to lose my teeth. I didn't know that the tooth fairy wasn't real or whatever, um, but I would notice that if I stayed at my grandparents' house with my missing tooth, that I would get like a $20 bill, whereas at my house it would be like a five a or a one, right? <laughs> like whatever the smallest bill they had was. So I'd be like, huh, if I could keep this, because I stayed at my grandparents every Saturday for years, so like if it was loose all week, I'm like, all right, let's try not to fuck with it. And we'll put in all the work Saturday morning. Wow. <laughs> I hope we can lose it that day. How'd that work out for you? Pretty well. I mean, it worked out. I never caught my grandma. She was Or just take your it. tooth out and not, not let your mom see it for the rest of the week. Eh, wasn't that type of kid. I don't think I could have been that, that quiet about it. I'm kind of like, you're, could your kid hide that? Hell no. <laughs> see? <laughs> my kid talks so much. I, was a, I definitely used to talk a lot, too. Um Saw a badass fucking movie this week. All right. Went and saw Stars Born. Um, My wife loved that. Yeah, it's got Bradley Cooper directed it, and he's also in it. Um, and Lady Gaga's in it. I don't know what her real name is. I wish I did, because I feel like you should call her real name and not Lady Gaga. Cause, but I think it actually says Lady Gaga on the credits, but she's not, you know, dressed up like Lady Gaga. Um, it's real fucking good. I ain't going to like ruin any of it. But yeah, it's like amazing. I heard, really, I heard it's really, really good. It's really well made. Uh, the songs are really good. It... To me, just proves this whole point. Like Lady Gaga could be the biggest pop star in the world, even without the craziness. Like if she wanted to go the traditional pop star route, I don't know. She's just she's really fucking talented. Or right. whatever. Um, the movie has a very indie movie feel to it, like uh, or like an old movie feel in a way. Like it kind of starts off a little sloppy, in my opinion. It kind of just starts, which is cool. But another way, you're like, oh, you're so used to movies nowadays, like setting shit up, and that this does it. Just kind of just goes. Um, so it has a different feel to it, but it was really good. My uh, wife liked it, so I'm sure she'll buy it, so I'll eventually watch it. Right. I don't particularly like going to public movies. Uh, see, my dad doesn't either. Like, he never will. He says he can't sit still in the theaters like that. But I mean, I will if they beg me to, but it's not my thing, man. I mean, it's like my favorite shit. I got my going out in public out in college. It's over with. Well, going I'm, out I'm in a public, hermit now. Right. I, I would say I'm probably more of a homebody is the term I would use. Uh, than you are. Like, I hate seeing people. Like, I won't even go out with you. You complained about it before we recorded this. Um, but the movies, it's dark. It's just me and my popcorn and my Dr. Pepper. 
and a big fucking screen. And I waited like two weeks on this. I went to an early showing. I was the youngest person in there besides my wife by like 30 years. Bunch of old fuckers. And this one old <laughs> one old lady's phone kept ringing. It rang like eight or nine times in a row. The first time it did it, it was like this real like uh, cheerful sort of noise. And it was like in the sad part of the movie. And I was like, weird fucking music choice. I was like trying to be like all artsy about it. Right? Like I thought it was part of the soundtrack. I was like, fucking weird music choice for this moment. And like, okay. Like a Matrix scene. Right. And I thought like it was about to bust into like a song, right, or something. I was like, oh, that's weird. And it went away. And then it went off again. I was like, oh, it's this old lady. And then she just kept fucking like silent, like pull out her phone, silence it, put it back seven, eight times in a row her phone went off to where I almost didn't be like, hey, old fuck, go answer your phone or turn it off. What the fuck are you doing? You always talk about shit like this, but I can never see you do it. Oh, I never would. I just, I know what goes on in my mind. I only know my wife and go, I want to yell, hey, old fuck, turn off your phone. And my wife laughed. So that was the, that's all I bring to the table. See, I would probably actually be where they could hear me. Yeah, that would be cool. The other day, I called the woman at Taco Bell a fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, nice. And I'd never do that. But it was because, well, she was being a fucking idiot. And I asked, I said, hey, can I get hot and mild sauce? And she went, <sighs> and then grabbed, my wife counted, 34 packets of mild sauce, threw them in the bag, and then threw me the food. And then, like, looked at me, and I go, man, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> and then she wow. shut the window. Because I know she didn't get me hot sauce. So she, I was pissed. Well, she deserved that. And then my wife was like, I'm going to call. And I was like, what's that going to do? So I made my wife not call, but I was mad for like a brief second. Uh, I hate one. So I'm just saying I'm getting older and maybe eventually I will be the top where I could have yelled at an old woman. Hey, old fuck, turn off your phone. But I'm just not there yet. Right. I don't think I would have said old fuck, I, but I'm probably sure I would have made some retarded joke about <laughs> the phone ringing. Yeah. Um, I, I really want to be the guy who just cusses at people in public someday. That's really what I'm going for. That's going to be the universal language before long. I mean, they like we've talked about it before. They just make the best adjectives and adverbs. Right. When all studies suggest people who cuss a lot are smarter, and it's like some sort of efficiency, right? Like you can use fuck for so many things. Smart people will take a shortcut in their brain, replace whatever word with fuck, and then your brain doesn't have to waste time with that shit. No shit. It's kind of like the reason why sloppy people are smarter sometimes. It's like they don't have time to fucking organize it. They're just so fucking smart. And I I realize I'm saying all this because I just fit all of it. And so I buy into it. I have horrible penmanship. Horrible penmanship. I, I say fuck way too much. <laughs> they say your brain's working too fast for your motor skills. Yes. Like when I went to, uh, they put like these fucking probes on my head to read my brain after I got arrested in college. And it was... They're like, your brain works like someone that has ADD or ADHD. Do you have it? And I said, not that I know of. <clears throat> like, well, we're going to show you these videos that will slow down your brain. I was like, no, you're not. I'm going to fuck out of here. You ain't showing me shit. They're like, what do you mean? And I was like, uh, you said my brain works faster than most people, and you want to slow it down. That seems bad. And they're like, well, that's probably why you like to smoke pot is because your brain works How fast. How old were you? This, I was 18. What? I got arrested like, you know, my first year of college and the dean at East Central said the only way to keep it off my record is if I agreed to go to eight weeks of counseling. So I did. And in this counseling, they were like putting probes in my head to try to, they were doing this new age shit of trying to figure out why I lacked pot because I got arrested for pot and that's what they came up with. And I was like, well, that's cool. I appreciate the information. We can talk about whatever you want, but I'm not watching anything that's trying to slow down my brain. 
Hell was, no. So that was weird. Uh, and then I, it, the next seven weeks was just me arguing with the lady at every turn of, well, alcohol's worse. Well, alcohol's worse. Well, alcohol, and then she would always be like, well, it's a good fucking point. <laughs> so we didn't really accomplish you much. You were just in there disrupting class. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't class. It was me and one psychologist. I had to go to a fucking real office, like off Broadway and shit. Oh, yeah? It was bullshit. But it was like, well, if I, if I have to do this thing in fucking school, I guess. I wasted so much money for an education that means nothing. I so, hear you. Huh? Fuck school, kids. That's what my, my motto is today. Um, okay, I do have a random fucking thing to bring up with you. I'm going to see if I can find it. So on Facebook... I commented about we have this cell or PlayStation have this cell on NBA 2K18. And then me and Trevor, who is from my hometown, are talking about this. And I make a joke in which I'm like, yeah, I'm not buying Spider-Man because I'm going to wait till it's cheaper. It's called being an adult. Now, to me, very obvious, the it's called being an adult is a joke. So much and so, like, four people liked the comment. Like, my comment deeply embedded in. But yet, you feel like you have to come out and say, waiting for a game's not being an adult. Cool story, bro. And that's a two-part. First part, no shit. And what kind of person goes around writing to other people's jokes that are clearly sarcasm? That's not true. And then two, no one says cool story, bro, in a good way. That's always, like, not a good thing. I know I hate when people call me bro and bra and all that. I don't mind bro. Yeah. Well, I knew it would annoy you if I fucking did that, so I'm like, I just felt like fucking with you. So I just need to get an insight into the mind of the type of person who puts those sort of comments, because normally it's someone I don't know, and I'm like, what kind of fucking weirdo puts that shit on a comment? So I was just curious. I knew it would annoy the shit out of you if I did something like that. All right. It's a decent answer, start, I guess. I'm starting to get to where I know what pisses you off. Well, it shut down everyone's comments on it. Everybody was like, well, I'm a fucking weirdo commenting. I know it did. We're done commenting there. <laughs> the story in I'm about. I'm going to go through your comment history and see how many times you're the last comment on a post. Like uh, how many how many times you kill it. Oh, don't do that, man. That's probably <laughs> it's so, like, well, everybody was talking and then Snappy joined Man, it. that happens in this group chat all the time. And I'm just like, what is it? I thought I'm a pretty likable guy. I just think maybe, you know, tone's hard to deliver in text form. Yeah, I say some off-the-wall shit. Um, I think I've mentioned this every week the last couple of weeks, but I got to say it again. Survivor's motherfucking good. If you ain't watching Survivor right now, best fucking show on TV. And I never thought I'd be like that because I'm normally like fucking pretentious asshole about this TV I shit. I think I watched the fir- first couple of episodes. I didn't watch last week's. Right, well... To me, it's really, I just have the CBS All Access, and I'm like, I got to justify paying for it. So I'm going to watch Survivor. I'm going to watch um, Colbert, because I fucking love Colbert. And then Big Brother eventually will start again. And it's just really good. You know, I've been watching it, and it's like, oh, man, they just they edit it so well to where you're like, they. <laughs> but this is what they do. At the beginning of the episode, they show little shit that will get things implanted in your brain so your wheels are turning so that whenever whoever goes to tribal council at the end, you're like, I bet they're going to do this, this, and this. And then, of course, that's what happens because they showed you the right shit at the beginning of the episode right. to make you think that. So you feel like you're smart when you're watching it. And you're like, fuck yeah, I saw that coming. And you're like, well, of course you did. Of course Your big you did. brother does the same thing. I know, but it's so satisfying to watch. <laughs> you're like, yeah, excellent. That was awesome. Like, especially this most recent one. 
it's kind of like an out of left field, like you don't see it coming. But the whole time you're like, God, this woman's a bitch. I hope they vote her out. Uh, I, know, uh, I already know which one you're talking no, about no. without watching it. I, I, I know which one you would think, but it's a different one. It's one like you don't really know huh. much of her until this episode. And you're like, oh, she's kind of bitchy, though. And then uh, the whole time you're like, well, it would be cool if they voted her out. And then sure enough, that's what happens. You're like, oh, oh, it's because they kept showing her bitching about it. <laughs> you're like, I don't know. It's just fun. The way the way the editing editing is so much the star in reality TV. Whereas in like scripted TV, you know, the acting's all important and shit. Right. It's just not important in reality shows. Fun shit. Um, I've noticed something that I do that's kind of racist. What's that? I only say the one word, the certain word with black friends of mine, and that's the word bet. So, like, if you text me something, like, hey, come get me, or whatever, like, okay, or I'm like, cool. But if, like, Skinny, who's black, my friend, says, I'm like, all right, bet. And I do it all the time. And I've noticed that. Or, like, Dom. If Dom's over here, I will say bet to Dom, and he'll say it as well. And it's just weird, and I feel like, I don't know if that's racist necessarily, but I change the way I talk depending on which race of person I talk to. So part of me feels like that somewhere has to be racist, right? Or- Man, I can get my brother talking, and then I'll, I'll spend a little time with him. I'll get him talking like me again, and I'm like, oh, you're talking like a redneck. Shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> he gets so mad. I know. Um, If your brother is ever up here on a weekend, I think it would be worth having him on the podcast, just asking random questions. I mean, I could just let y'all two do it. I can sit back if you think you could got it. Because um, he is a character for sure. Man, he is a character. I mean, he was a little professional wrestler. Speaking of Survivor, there's a professional wrestler on Survivor, right? Right. And he's the mayor of Slamville or some shit. <laughs> that's what he says. And there's these two nerds because there was David and Glossier, right? And they're always making these jokes. And I love these sort of jokes. And my wife doesn't get why I love it so much. With like, what do you think the population of Slamtown is? Because they heard him say it. And I love these jokes of this hypothetical Slamtown world. <laughs> and I was like, what's so funny? I'm like, it's so fucking funny. And then they have like the whole tribe swap thing. So now they're on the same team. And the nerdy dude, the first thing he's like, so I've been wondering who's the comptroller of uh, Slamtown and if that position's open. <laughs> and I fucking lose it. And my wife's like, what is, why do you find this so funny? And I'm like, I don't know. But so that's an insight to my sense of humor. I don't know why, but I find that sort of shit funnier than almost anything. It is pretty funny. It's like passive aggressive. <laughs> right. It's like you're making fun of how dumb they are, but you're also buying in at the same time. I don't know. It's great. <laughs> so this NFC East bet we had. Oh yeah, I'm still right in the thick of things. Yeah, I agree. I'm I mean, not you got the Redskins at three and two, the Eagles and Cowboys at three and three, and the Giants at one and four. I'm just right in the freaking middle. And Carson Wentz has really only had one game, one good game since he's been two. back. I said two. Last week was good as well. And the week no, before. I think last week was his best one so far since he's oh. been back. Well, the one before wasn't the worst, right? I guess. No, he didn't come back and play bad, but he wasn't uh, Carson Wentz in the last year either. Right. I mean, honestly, I don't have as much confidence, but I still think through just my pure hatred of Cowboys, I still just, you know, think it can happen. Do I think they will? I don't know. Let's see if they can do a back-to-back game. Right. I'll take a little steps with these. Shit. I feel you, man. I feel you. You don't know what they're going to present on the football field. Oh, one thing I do need to bring up is we have an email this week we need to get to before because we've already made it pretty far here. Uh, So... Our cousin, you know, if he lived around us, we would just have a podcast called My Cousin, My Cousin and Me, and then we'd just be a three-person podcast. Um, Rusty wrote in here, and you had said previously for him to write in about religion or I something. I did. Thanks, cousin. So he said, 
Hey, fellas, Snappy wanted an email about religion in school, so here we go. So the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints has a thing called the Articles of Faith, and there are 13 articles, and he thinks 13 and a 12 would apply here. And it says, 11 says, We claim the privilege of worshiping Almighty God according to the dictates of our own conscience and allow all men the same privilege. Let them worship how, where, or what they want, or what they may. And then 12 says, we believe in being subjects to kings, presidents, rulers, and magistrates and obeying, honoring, and sustaining the law. So before I get to the rest of the email, on just those two things, I don't even necessarily, I mean, I kind of agree with them in general, except it says like you have to work, you have the privilege of worshiping almighty God. So if you're someone who didn't worship a God, do you still fall into that rule or are they saying like you better worship a God to qualify? So that's like my weird stickler question there. Because um, I like to think, you know, freedom of religion also means the freedom from religion. And you can choose not to do shit if you want. Um, and then on the other one of, of being subjects to kings, presidents, rulers, and magistrates, kings in general, the whole idea of, of royalty is that God chose people to rule over people. And I don't believe in that shit. So I disagree with the king's part. But if you're just saying, like, obey the law of the land, sure. I think people put and that shit's in the Bible somewhere, too. So that doesn't like. Right. Uh, shock me. Right. I don't know. So those are just my weird random questions. But it says, by, I think by teaching religion in public schools, you violate both of these. It says, my church has a program where they have an extra class before or after school that teaches religious principles, it is encouraged by the church but not required, and is open to th- anyone that wants to come. I think that's the best way to do things. School should be left for things not faith-related. Um, so on that, I think all that is totally good now i think if you're in a very a certain sort of community where like 90 percent of people are of one faith or you know whatever the percentage would be not doing something like that i'm sure is not looked highly upon so to say like it's completely voluntary to come after school but if like 90 percent of the kids do it the other kids would like feel like they have to do it right so i could see it not always being voluntary because kids are like easily peer pressured i don't know um but i think why can't you just do it at church, I guess, is also my thought. Like, why do you have to do it at a school? Why can't you just go to a church when it's church time and learn about church stuff there? I don't know. Most churches have a flagpole. They can do a prayer at the pole at the church. Right. And, I mean, I don't even care about prayer at the pole. Like, I, I, mean, I just don't wonder because, I mean, I know some kids have a fit with it and other kids it's like, why? If they want to, let them do it. Right. Uh, I guess you can argue both ways forever. It's not actually up in a school building. I mean, it's down on a, you know, usually around the football field or some shit. Right. I think kids should be allowed to do whatever they want to some certain extent before school. But I don't, to have teachers led or shit like that, right? I think so. Like, I remember we had FCA and like the coaches would be like, you better fucking be at FCA. And it'd be like, or what? Like that? Well, that that should have to be a part of it. That was that small town, uh, community there. Right. It's basically if you didn't, you played, uh, you had to play all the sports. Right. If you're going to play on my basketball team, you got to come play baseball for me. <laughs> exactly. I mean, there's so much of that shit going around. All right. And then he has more to his email that I do agree. It says, I do think that Darwinism, uh, Darwinism? And, da- sorry, Darwinism and the Big Bang creation concepts are at the time a little too dependent on faith. I will agree on Big, I think the Big Bang, you do have to take more, just as my, uh, 
just as much a leap of faith for the Big Bang as you have to say that God just created it. I don't think it's as much faith as to say God just created it and then he also judges you. I do think that's like more of a leap of faith in the Big Bang Theory if I was weighing them. But I do think the Big Bang Theory requires some faith because I don't fucking get it. I do because I can read about it. But like, do I really? Right. Like, it just ex- fucking exploded and just happened. I don't know. Um, but so I get that. But as far as evolution and Darwinism, we've just seen it. Like, we fucking made dogs. Like, dogs didn't exist like 10,000 years ago. And then fucking go look up the English Bull Terrier 100 years ago to now, and it doesn't even look the same. Like, we have figured out that you can fucking evolve shit and shit can change in a different shit even really quickly. We've done it with plants. We've done it with a lot of stuff. So it just isn't crazy to me to think that over fucking millions of years, but also a lot of religious people don't believe the earth is that old, um, that this should happen. So to me, I don't know. I think to me, logic makes sense there. The big bang, I will, I will go on that and say faith is required in a lot of this shit. Um, Oh, so before we imply to kids that they come from mud and a time when all mathematical laws didn't exist as we know it, we should make sure they have, they know that as it stands, they need to decide what they believe and not impose belief or disbelief on them. I think the mud references to Adam and dirt. I don't know. But yeah, I think if kids just understand to be fucking tolerant, I think that's the key here on most everything. Like as far as race, religion, politics, I think as long as you can be tolerant of other people's shit, that goes the furthest and is the best thing. If I can afford it, I think I'd just send them to private school. I disagree. I've always been against it, but at the same time, it just seemed like you know, they could get their learning done and be over it. But Everyone's I think you about their social so, skills. Right. I think you learn so much more in a public school of like, I think there's a lot of people learn from being bullied or being a bully. I like, hear about more drama. But that's all important. That shit happens as an adult. I don't remember. You know that much, does, I don't remember that much drama in my high school. Well, you weren't a girl, but I mean, well, I, did ca- I get, did cause some drama. <laughs> you had to hear from. But I do think like adult life is not much different than teenage life. Like whoever you are as a teen, I mean, you can change, of course, but like all those dynamics still exist. They're still all the same. Like, so I do think it's important. So I think to shut someone out, like through a homeschool or a private school, where everyone's of one certain mindset. That's just not realistic to how the world's going to be. So I don't always think it makes the most sense. But yeah, I guess if you had enough money that they have like the best fucking teacher to student ratio and your kid's going to be a fucking genius, you would look at it. But if it's just because it's like, like I've heard people are like, I'm homeschooling my kids because they're getting picked on. And I'm like, I think you could work. I told my kids what's up. Right. (laughs) We're going to fucking judo. Um. I don't make them. I mean, one of them's opted out right now. The other one, he's going to go back with me. All right. And then Rusty has in the last part. It says, all right, other than that, I got a question that he's been puzzling, that has been puzzling him. It says, in relation to Kavanaugh, but not directly, um, he's been hearing people talk about believe her, she's credible. So what makes a person credible is these days? Is it credible until proven not? Is it a history of being truthful and working in the realm of facts? Um, all right. So the... I think I believe anyone who would be willing to embarrass themselves because I do think being sexually assaulted to a lot of women is embarrassing, even though I think people would say it shouldn't be because you you had no control. So I think you want to believe someone because they would make that claim, even knowing all the blowback it would have. And I think this woman had a doctorate, so that looked good. People trust educated people. For a big hefty check, you'll say about anything. You could. 
But see, I was researching this because I brought that up, right? How you could have this woman could have been paid, blah blah blah. Um, back in to before when Trump was running for president, um, some company offered any woman like two million dollars to come out and say Trump did something, and no one did. So that's two million. Like, so there has been studies done that have been like, here's a bunch of money, come lie, and no one said anything. And so, like, I think we want to look at that statement because conservatives will be like, well, see, Trump's not a bad guy. But then liberals will say, well, see, you can't just fucking pay women to say shit that's a lie because they're not going to want to do it. That's that big of a news story. So I'm all, after reading into it, I'm like, I don't know if it's as easy to pay someone to lie as we may think it is. Maybe. But anyway. I think it's politics. Of course that shit happened. And it could. I mean, like, I'm saying like, it wouldn't be hard I don't to convince believe, Here's me. my thing. I don't believe anyone in politics. True, but also everyone who runs for any political office becomes in politics, and then I would also not trust them. So when people are like, I don't trust politicians, so I trust Donald Trump. I'm like, he's running for president. He's a politician. I never said I trust Donald Trump. I know. I'm not saying I'm saying people. Like, there are people who have that thought, or they'll say like, like Gary Johnson, who I like, who's a libertarian. They're like, well, I ain't voting for a politician, so I'm going to vote a libertarian. Gary Johnson's like, he's been a governor. He's a politician. He's just not a fucking Republican or Democrat. So... A lot of people's idea. I just think anyone who gets to that point, they had to do something to put them in that point. So they're probably all dirty. I don't know. They gotta be. I think Beto O'Rourke, this motherfucker from Texas, is gonna run for president, though. I think he's the new Democrat front runner because he, his name is Beto, B E T O. I think Beto O'Rourke. I'm telling you, I think he's gonna be the new Democrat front runner. It's gonna happen. He looks like a Hispanic Obama. And he speaks well, so everyone's going to back him on this Democrat side. I'm just trying to predict the future. You know how many American votes he will have? Well, how did you vote for Obama? Uh, the first time, yes. All right, this guy only got to get voted one time by you or whoever. I'm just saying, like, I think uh, I voted for Obama the first time, not second time. Huh? Yeah, but he won both times. So I'm just saying, like, it's easy to be around here when we see people that are all conservative. Cause I remember when Obama won both times, it was like, ain't no way he's winning. That's what everyone was saying. I was like, yeah, we're really- only our area. Just like people in California were like, no way Trump's winning. You're only your area. Like you don't know. It's hard to predict the whole country, but they're issuing all these, uh, voter registrations. Right. Like Georgia is apparently just taking out black voters off their rolls. So their governor doesn't lose just el- seems to be really illegal. Um, I saw a news article this week, uh, it got real close, and they're like, "Well, not if these people don't vote." Dude, they're gonna. So have there's to, a lot of shady shit going they're on. They're gonna have to go to a computer system. When you insert your thing, it puts a vote there. Yeah, and none of this fucking hand counting and touching other people's hands. It ought to fucking just go up on a screen showing you voted or some shit. That way they can keep electronic count. But I guess yeah. they can get fucked off too. Electronic should probably get hacked even easier. Fuck, it's all fucked. For we sure. can't trust nobody. Yeah, I saw a funny meme the other day that kind of perfectly explained our politics of why we have a republic and not a democracy, where you know, like we have representatives and electoral college and all that stuff, and it's because 16% of America, or it was 16 million Americans believe that chocolate milk comes from brown cows. It's like, that's why everyone shouldn't vote. It's like, exactly. Not er- They've I- done the electoral college because of the size of California and the size of Texas. Well, originally they'd done it because not everyone could show up to vote. They might be at a farm away from a polling place. So you would do it by, well, we'll get as many as we can, an estimate, and then the whole state's going to vote whatever the majority is with our points. And that was the idea. But now most people could get to voting places that want to. 
If people aren't now, it's because they don't want to. Right. So now it doesn't make sense. They yeah. should go to a popular vote they now. They even bust people. But Republicans controlled Congress for the last however long, and they've lost two presidential elections by popular vote. By but the president, they still got with George Bush's first and Trump's first, because uh, I think Trump's will win again. Both of those, they lost the popular vote. So Republicans aren't about to change it, and they're the ones that run Congress. So it's not going to happen. We're going to have an electoral college for a minute. A and then the Democrats, what will happen is if a Democrat wins, they're like, well, I won the electoral college, so why change it? Dude, I've seen so many things on social media of people sticking religiously to their side. Oh, so yeah. like, look at the issues we're having right now. Yeah, I That's agree. what I'm doing. But some of these people... Yeah, well, this is the most important election we've ever had. Apparently, this, there's a big swing vote coming in November right. between Republican and Democrat. I think, yeah, and to people to say it's the biggest election of your life, I would say the last one was. More right, so. That's what I thought. More so. Um, but, yeah, this it could change because if, the, how, if Congress went Democrat, it probably won't happen. They could stop a lot of what Trump wants to do or they could try to impeach Trump. There could be a lot of stuff that happens about it. That's why they're saying it's such a big deal. But, again, I don't really like Mike Pence. Um, I think you're halfway there. I think everyone on the uh, libertarian side uh, is with the same you are. They hate Trump, but they hate Trump less than Mike Pence. Right, because Mike But Pence- then they don't understand that when we say, well, that's why we voted for Trump. We hated him less than Hillary, in yeah. my opinion. Right, but I think you shouldn't have, I guess. If uh, I had if like if it was just them two and Gary Johnson wasn't an option, I would have voted Hillary because I dislike Trump that much. I think he is just a con man, wasn't trying to be president. He was just trying to rile people up. I think he has caused more division and hatred instead of like but yet him and his followers are always like if it wasn't for Obama, racism wouldn't even be happening now. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking I about? I think you divided America more. That's my belief. I don't understand how, and I've never heard how. We never had Black Lives Matter before all that. Did Obama start that movement, or was it because it cops have, kept... I don't know. He stood in front of a Muslim prayer curtain. I have no idea what his intentions were. I'm not, I haven't had a conversation with him. I don't know what was inside well, his head. And that kind of like... from me on the outside looking in, he see, was against America. To me, that's all make-believe shit in your head. Like, I just can't understand it. But you're not the only person I've met like this. I've had people tell me that he is, like, a member of the Muslim Brotherhood. And I'm like, well, why is it that Trump's closer with Saudi Arabia, who's all Muslims, than Obama ever was, and yet we're cool with that now? But anyway, to Rusty's email, um, I would say I think someone's trustworthy, I think, just off your gut instinct. <clears throat> I think that's really all there's to it. I think anyone who watched that, now the hard part is you couldn't have been biased before because we're talking about Kavanaugh's case, about those two people. But if you could have brought me in without knowing any of it, but I heard all of it firsthand that day at their hearing and watching those two people, I wish I could have got that take so I could be like, well, my gut instinct says this. But to me, my gut instinct did say I thought Kavanaugh was too crazy and I thought the other woman seemed truthful, but I also have all the biases of everything I heard before that. So it's hard for me to, I mean, to actually, really know. To actually find a person that you kept notes back in the 80s of everyday life. It's, it's fucking cra- weird. It's crazy. Weird. Oh, I just started keeping calendar. Oh, I mean, it's fucking so you have calendars from every day from when? So fucking weird. So anyway, Kavanaugh. There'd be so many notebooks. Kavanaugh is a weirdo. Um, all right, my last thing I'm going to bring up is music shit, and then we can get out of here because we've run long. We'll see what I keep. Um, I think I finished my songs this morning because I woke up, my wife left, and I was like, I need to record real quick while I still have this morning groggly voice, right? It's a little different sounding. So I recorded the verse the way I thought it would work. 
I basically just run my voice to all these guitar synthesizers because I feel like it gives a cool little uh, effect. And <clears throat> my whole mixtape is going to be real weird. It's going to be nine songs. I still got to mix them all to make sure it sounds good. And uh, then I'll put them all up on YouTube at SoundCloud. And datpiff.com will be where you can get them. I'm not going to like make money off of them, I don't think, anywhere because they're not that good. Um, and then I need to have somebody, if anyone out there is listening that wants to do it, I'd, I'd be cool if someone like, could interview me about the mixtape, but I want y'all to ask like cool questions like, why did this do this and why did you do this? But I don't think any of my friends necessarily would be good at that because all my friends are just like, oh, sounds cool. So if anyone wants to, it could be cool, but we could not. Skinny wouldn't be on real with you? Uh, I don't, Skinny has refused to be on this podcast multiple times, but maybe. Well, you don't have to tell him. You just fucking hit record and fucking <laughs> have the microphone here. <laughs> that might be what we do. So fucking we'll look skinny, into that. Get your black ass over here. We will see what happens. I don't know. He probably don't listen either. None of my friends listen. Um, I've decided that we have about 70 listeners. That's what I'd trust. That's not fake listeners, but we'll see. <laughs> I could be completely wrong. Um, <clears throat> all right, man. That's all I have this week. If you got anything, uh, Let's see. I think there's one more thing. I sound like you were super upset last week with me about uh, saying my, Michelle Obama kind of looks manly. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't upset with you. I was upset with people saying she was a man because that was uh, the fact that people, the fact that when Obama was president, that was totally fine to say. But now if you say anything about Melania Trump, she's the most bullied woman in America. I'm sorry, most bullied person in the world. How dare I? I've seen her comments on that. And so I was comparing that to anything someone said to her compared to Michelle Obama was actually a man. And then I said, and I think even Snappy believes that because he said she's not attractive when I think just she's just attractive. You could just say she's an attractive woman. She's like she has she grooms well. She's symmetrical in her face. Like there's just nothing you can argue about. And I'm like, but just because shoulders, of your biases of your political shit and your how Obama's a Muslim divide America for Black Lives Matter, which is still crazy because I have to say this real quick on Black Lives Matter is that what happened immediately after that was the people that supported cops were like, blue lives matter. And it's like, oh, so firefighters should die? And they're like, well, of course not. And it's like, okay, then why do you think Black Lives Matter means other people should die? That's you're doing the same thing with Blue Lives Matter that they do with Black Lives Matter. And you so fucking ironic that you're like pissed about it. And oh my God, that's the shit that drove me the craziest about it all. But yeah, I was one of those white people at first that was like, well, all lives should matter and cops shouldn't kill anybody. Dude, when Black Lives Matter came about, I was working at or it was really getting into it. I was out at the prison system. Right. So that's all I fucking heard. So it made me fucking hate Black Lives Matter. I'm sorry if I said that. You can cut it, whatever. But No, I'll keep it. I mean, I want people to know how racist you are. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I mean, I'm not, but <laughs> considering I worked with these whining-ass inmates. I just think people took it the wrong way. It's the same way with Ka- Kaepernick kneeling. I mean, I mean, Kaepernick kneeling was not saying fuck the military. It just never was. It was never fuck the military. But people that were against him kneeling said, hey, he's saying fuck the military. And then that's what people now on that side believe. And I think Black Lives Matter is the same thing. They were saying like, hey, cops shouldn't be killing people and they kill black people at a much higher rate percentage-wise for what our population is than other races. And then people were like, hey, they're saying other races don't matter. Black, and then it got Black crazy. people kill more black people. And white people kill more white people. It's because you live near each other. I mean, it's all proximity-based. More family members kill family members than you killing a stranger. It's all that those stats come from. There's more to stats than... I don't know, just basic shit. So I just think you can easily, like, at the end of the day, though, I don't think a cop should ever kill any citizen. Almost ever. I just watch a mass murderer well, kill can't. fucking 50 people, and then a cop negotiates them coming in. I mean, and yet, if someone's like, he ran a red light, kill him. 
if I got a cop asking me questions, I'm going to answer the fucking cop's questions. What you're seeing is, but, okay. is what you're seeing is these people fucking resisting, trying to be a fucking so idiot. So you're saying that Dude. means they should be killed. No. Period. Period. No. At the end of the day, you're saying that means they should be killed. I don't care if you can't answer a question. That means you should be killed. They're that's, not cooperating. So you should be killed for that. Like that's what you're saying. That's, that's just a chance you take, and you know the risk. Okay, so you are saying not cooperating with the cop is worth being killed for, and cops should be if allowed to dumb, kill people. If for you're that. dumb enough to take that chance, then yes. And I just fundamentally disagree. A cop should be able to kill citizens that they're supposed to protect and serve. Well, fucking just answer the goddamn questions. Follow with the directions. I know a lot of people that do get what your stupid. mama told you. I'm not saying I wouldn't, but a lot of people are stupid, and I don't think they should die over it. I, I mean, technically, no, I don't think they should die. You but just said you believe they I should said, get killed by cops for if it. If they're not listening, but that's their own choice. They should know that that's a chance See, that I, might happen. I can't even get to that part because I think cops should not be able to kill citizens for just not talking to them. Well, fuck if they talk. If you're like, if I sit there and go. I don't have to talk to you. I have the right to remain silent, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to talk to you. And they're going to say, well, I can kill you now because you won't cooperate. I just disagree with that. I disagree that even if I'm like, I don't want to talk to you because you're a fucking cop and I have a bad history, blah, blah, blah. I shouldn't have to. And you shouldn't be able to kill me because of that. You should be able to take me in. We can go see a judge, you know, whatever the fucking law is. Now, if you ask for the right to remain silent, then they have to wait till you get your lawyer, whatever. I just think it's always like, let me just see your ID. What I do, let me see your ID. That's how a situation can start with a person. And then all of a sudden, well, he just wouldn't answer my questions. Well, why the fuck are you talking to me? Those are, that happens all the time. And you think a cop could kill you and you're okay with that. It's like, I just can't get there. Well, I hate being okay with it, but fuck, you're, you're making the situation worse. I agree. I would never do that. I've been arrested. I was very cooperative. I was not the guy causing shit. I got arrested with Revic, who was causing shit when we went to a drunk tank, and he was fucking had to say till Monday, and I got out in like two hours. So I get it. It's yeah. normally better. When but I was drunk, I, don't I got think a little should have been able him. to kill Revic because he was being an asshole. Like, I just don't, I don't think they should do that. And maybe that makes me like a liberal cuck or whatever in the world, but I just, I just think cops could. Shoot out a kneecap. If you're saying they deserve to shoot out a kneecap, but they live, I could maybe there go there. There you go. But to I, say I would rather can, say that. But to say you have to kill them, I well, just think fuck, so I weird. Just, I don't understand at the bottom of my heart why these people can't just say, here's my fucking ID. Yes, I was drinking. No, I haven't had any drinks. Why can't you just fucking say that? Oh, no. That's just where I go. I just had to bring up on the Black Lives Matter. Is I feel like you get turned this huge race war when you're always like, I think the idea should be, can we not, can cops just not kill people? I just think that would be a cool a cool idea. Yeah, okay, let's shoot some kneecaps out, cripple them for the rest of their life, and then but see, they and get I taken have care of. Friends that government. are pro cop, they're like, no, you're trained to shoot to kill. And I'm always like, well, that's fucking weird. That's weird to train to shoot to kill the citizens. So, but yes, me and you, I think, could agree. They should be able to do that. I, I really don't necessarily agree with killing them, but like I said, man, just follow some directions. Right, and even honest from a weird other idea side of me, I'm all I'm kind of for killing everyone that's an idiot because we have too many people on earth. But from like a moral standpoint, I can't get behind killing people just because they're difficult to deal with. What about death row? There's been too many if I guess if a person admits it and they are fully like, I want to die because I did this crime, like I feel so guilty, kill me. I would get behind that idea, I think. You talking about the innocents that are in there? Right, but there's been too many, and especially in Texas since that innocent program got launched, where DNA evidence will come back and save someone that even admitted they did it back in the day for 
because they got tricked, right, or they got so in their own head. Like, so when you hear those stories, it's like, well, fuck, I don't know. Could have had a mob at the back of their head. Yeah. Saying, fuck, you better write that statement. That's true. It's so true. Um, I don't know. It, so many conspiracy theories. But that's why I'm like, I'm, I'm not real for the that whole thing. And the way we do it's weird. It's like, we're going to inject you in drugs <laughs> and like on a table. I don't know. It's just all fucking weird. Electric chair at least seemed like a show, right? Like you'd feel like a boss going out. Especially if they went, went bad, you know, Green Mile. Yeah. Yeah. That'd fucking be dope. fucked up, man. <laughs> all right, man. That's all I got this week. All we'll right. see if uh, we get a second person, but I think we will. Peace. All right, so if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a p o d c a s t w i t h m o at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. What up? And we are joined by Wyatt. What up? So it's been a while. You were going to be on like a month ago. And then you just forgot. I did. Yeah, it was a bad time. I was down in Ardmore, and you had like messaged me or something. And several hours afterwards, I looked at it. And I was like, "Oh, wow, isn't that unfortunate?" <laughs> right. So it's cool, but that's why it's been so long. Not because I've been purposely avoiding you, like Chris. Um, you know, I purposely avoid having him <laughs> on. And I can that's say so that because he doesn't listen. <laughs> and then he comes on, and he'll be like. Hey, have y'all ever talked about this? And I'm like, yeah, three out of the last <laughs> fucking eight podcasts. <laughs> so um, I just like to talk shit on him for whatever reason. Dom, too. It's I good activity. Um, so some breaking news that's been going on, and I thought you would know about it, um, is the Saudi Arabia shit. Yeah. So what is that whole deal? Well, uh, as I understand it, I can't pronounce the guy's name. Reporter guy. Yeah, there was a, a really influential reporter who was really critical of the uh, Saudi royal family and uh, their shady business dealings, and uh, particularly the the Saudi prince that's kind of running the country. The king is still alive, but he's kind of abdicated control to his son, and the son is trying to like make Saudi Arabia like the business center of the world. He's do he did deals with like WWE and like right. Apple and Google and shit. Um but they're also and like he's and so he and he wants people to see him as like really progressive on human rights stuff. So for instance like he uh, emancipated women allowed them the right to to drive and stuff, right? Which sounds really great, but like then you look at some of the other like terrible shit that he's still doing, really shady shit that he's doing, and that's what that reporter dude was doing, looking into that and being critical of uh, the shady shit that they were doing. And uh, so, anyways, I guess the Saudis weren't a big fan of that. And so they got up to a little kidnapping and a little tor- tor- torture murder uh, combo, cut his fingers off and shit. Right. And so, yeah. So at first the Saudis were like, what? Like that's no, man, that's I mean, crazy. He was here, you got but... some other guy, you <laughs> right. know? And now they're like, oh, that guy. Right. Oh, I yeah, know, like, no, he's, yeah, he's dead. We don't know how, though. Know. And then, like, next week they'll be like, yeah, we, we fucking, we, right, we I'm we, saying, we like, by the time guy. this episode comes out, the podcast, a lot more information will probably be out because just yesterday it was like the, 
well, we don't know what's going on. And then today it's like, okay, we might know what happened. <laughs> so I know those stories have been changing a little bit. Yeah. Um, in general, I, th- I mean, the Saudis are all four pilots of 9-11 were from Saudi Arabia. Right. So, you know, I'm always going to be like, well, hold up. What's right. going on over here? And when you look at all of their laws and shit, and you're like, wait, I remember growing up and going through high school during this whole, like, we got to fight all the Muslim countries for America, right? That was like this whole idea. But we were always really cool with Saudi Arabia, and they always seemed the most extreme in their mm-hmm. religious views out of all the countries Yep. in that area. So I've always been like, this is fucking weird. I don't Yeah. And then I became an adult, and I was like, oh, they pay us a bunch of money. I yeah. get it. <laughs> I yep. get it. Yep. We, we get some cheap oil. And uh, have a strategic partnership, right? And, you know, and so yeah, I get really uh, let's see the word. I guess fascinated might be the right word, but you'll know the thing about like uh, when evangelical Christians who are to support Trump, like their whole ideology changes. So like Pat Robertson from the Seven Hundred Club or whatever the fuck that show is called mm-hmm. will be like. Well, one man's life isn't worth a hundred billion dollars. You're like, wait, wait, wait. Right. You're well, supposed to be the one that's yeah. like, you don't kill because right. you follow the Bible. Right. Well, and and like you can like with the abortion debate, you know, you're talking to an evangelical Christian and you're like, I can't have this baby because it's going to cost me, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars to have the baby and to raise the baby, you know. And they're like, you can't put a price on life, right. but it turns out you, you can, can and it's like a hundred billion dollars. Yeah, it's yeah. probably way longer, way less. Um, yeah, for me, you right. know, if I'm trying to become a hitman, uh, not that I have the skills to do it, but if someone's willing to pay me money, a lot lower of a price tag, I'm sure for me. Yeah, for the uh, NSA agents that are a fan of a podcast with Mo, <laughs> I am not uh, condoning that comment. See, I'm really about getting as many listens as possible, and if me saying I'm going to kill people makes <laughs> the NSA click this link a couple more times <laughs> and get a couple more plays, bro, that's it to me. We got to talk about the Proud Boys then. You heard about that shit? No, I have no idea what okay. you're talking about. Yeah, so the Proud Boys, because you're talking about like doing whatever it takes for views, right? So the Proud Boys, there was this New York kind of hipster uh, douchebag professional douchebag right um i wish i could remember his name it's like kevin something anyways um i don't know if you can use the computer that's in front of you but if it is you should google proud boys no if i click something it'll quit recording this ah that blows anyways so there's this guy he's in new york and he decided that he wanted to just get like famous at any cost and so he created this group called the proud boys and they're this like Super, super far right, um, basically terrorist organization. They're going around like they they'll stage like a some kind of talk or something, knowing that it'll and they'll say like absurd, crazy things, knowing that like protesters will show up. Right. But then instead of like you know counter protesting or whatever, they'll just beat the shit out of all the protesters. And there's like videos all over YouTube of like Proud Boy attacks. And then, like, you can see their founder. He'll go on, like, different podcasts or different news outlets, like, even, like, in the New York Times. He was interviewed with the New York Times. And he's like, am I – people say that I'm calling for violence, and I am. Like, <laughs> he, like he does not give a shit. Like, he's, he's like, turning complete hill like, yeah, in this scenario. Yeah, like, like he's like – 
He's like, if somebody comes up to you and they ask you, you know, why do you support Trump? And they start getting on you. You just fucking punch them in their mouth. Like he's like, you get your hands around their windpipe and you choke them. You choke a tranny. You choke. You choke a liberal. You, you know, like right. Just like the most blatant, absurd, you know, obvious hate speech and and calls for violence. And like because the media is so terrified of being accused of being liberal, you know, because right. that's the worst thing that can happen. They, the way they write about this guy, they're like, he's a, a provocateur within his community. Right. And it's like, like that Milo dude that they, they'd always be like a provocateur. I'm like, yeah, no, he's a gay guy who says it's okay for children to have sex with adult <laughs> men. And he said <laughs> right. on three podcasts I've right. listened to. Right. And people were like provocateur. Yeah. You're like, ah. yeah. It's like, no, he, he's just a crazy person. That so is, basically yeah. you're saying I should get way more alt-right yeah, more conservative yeah. instead yep. of me trying to re- play the middle that I do. That's right. I should just be like, yeah, fucking punch women. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> just yeah. punch them. Put yeah. them in their place. That's right. Yeah, because you'll get all the clicks, man. All the all the angry conservatives. All right, man. I'm learning. I'm learning. You can put. You can. You can be like Stephen Crowder and <laughs> and uh, and this whatever the fuck his name is, Proud Boy. Um. So something I've noticed is like on Facebook, like the company of Facebook, they'll be like, we're working hard to try to combat fake news, right? And get rid of fake accounts and blah, blah, blah. Right. And I just personally don't think it's really their responsibility. I don't know. I know that's like a weird take and people, everyone else is like, good job, Facebook. I just think it's all BS. Like, it's all bullshit. They don't, they can't fucking control that shit. But also like, it's another company should have popped up with that motto. And then if people wanted that over this, they could go to that platform, right? Like, it's just where the Facebook's like, Oh, we're going to fix it. And I'm like, I don't know. I feel like if it was me running Facebook, I'd be like, fucking figure it out. Don't be an idiot. Why would you believe that news story that was obviously fake? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely not Facebook's responsibility, but I do think that what you just said is why they're doing it. Like you're saying there should be some other company and people can go there. I think Facebook knows that like that might happen. So they're trying to, you know, prevent that from happening. Um, But I do think that they're never going to be able to fix it. I think that they can, because here's the thing. People have decided the truth doesn't matter. Right. We're already past There's no fixing. Yeah. There's no (laughs) fixing. Facebook can put a little, a little meter next to every news story, you know, that rates it on, you know, zero to 10 on how much bullshit it is. But if it, but if they say this article contains no truth, every word in it is completely made up and half the words aren't even in any written language. They're just characters on the page. They'll be like, well, those liberal elites are too stupid to read Glarbadarp, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, like, know. you know, it, it's just that, you know, it, it, it could, it does not matter. Yeah. I mean, I would agree with that. I think it, I would see it more of like the lower the score, the more we trust it. Exactly. <laughs> because obviously Facebook doesn't vote with us. Right. Oh, in Silicon yeah. Valley, that whole idea. Right. Yeah. No, that's exactly it. And if they say, you know, that if, if they, you know, the New York Times put something out, and they're like, yeah, this is really reputable. And there's, you know, citations and shit. And they're like, I mean, citations from pussy places. You <laughs> right. know, it's like, okay, well, that's a good talk. Well, it's kind of like, uh, like I believe Snopes. I'm pretty, like, yeah. I found them fairly trustworthy. And I've yep. mentioned them before to someone. Someone's like, oh, you believe Snopes? Oh, I'm like, God. what? When did Snopes become yeah. the, you don't believe them side? Yeah. I thought that was like the reliable. And, I and, guess and like they're the most completely objective <laughs> place. Right. But because 
objective reality sides with liberals and progressives more often than it does with conservatives. They see that and they're like, well, obviously it's saying that, you know, 70% of the shit that I think is untrue and only 30% of the shit that you think is untrue. Well, there you go. That's, it's obviously right. what it's like, or it the same you're more wrong right. than me. You right. know? Like, and, and that's, you know, um, <laughs> I don't know. It, it's horrifying to think about, but also funny in a way. Man, speaking of horrifying things to think about, I saw a chart yesterday, and it was a climate change chart, and it, it showed, like, um, sea level rise. And it was, like, um, based off of the year, you could tell, uh, like, assuming we continue what our current emission patterns and don't right. do anything to try and co- combat climate change – that we're not already. Doing. I mean, why would you sacrifice the economy for climate change when you can't even prove it? Right, right, yeah, prove, yeah. So it was like you could look at any given year and you could see if things don't change by this year, how many meters of sea level rise have we signed up for? Right. So basically, you know, it might take 20, 30, 40 years for this sea level rise to happen, but you know, as of 2020, if we don't change our ways, then we will have signed up for three and a half meters of sea level rise. It right. It's just it's gonna happen. Yeah. Um. And so, like, right now we've already signed up for a meter of sea level rise. Sometime in the next forty, fifty years, the sea level will rise a meter, and that's gonna cost they estimated like one point five trillion dollars. Right. Um. Uh. To just to the United States, um, because well, coastal cities are gonna get fucked. Yeah. See, I don't know. I know a little bit, but not a lot. I have like my own logical idea. My brain of like. Well, I think, honestly, all this would happen anyway, because I do think, in a way, weather is cyclical or whatever everyone says, but I think us, we are speeding it up, clearly, and that's having some crazy effects. Like, we have the strongest hurricanes ever, every year now. Right. Like, I think it is definitely having some effect that's bad, but I do think, in general, if the ice caps melt, it seems like we'd have more water, which would make more clouds and cool us off eventually, right? Because that's just kind of how weather works. What but fuck, I do realize it can't be good to run so many fucking cars and factory and shit. But like, also the average person when they're like, "Well, if you starts with you at home recycling and using fucking hybrid cars," it's like, no, you're nothing compared to one factory. One right. factory is more than all of y'all combined. Right. Like, I don't. Right. So. Or cows. They say like, cows are like one of the biggest emission uh, See, things. See, I read because- this thing in National Geographic that uh, a couple years ago that every every issue was about food. It was some about food. Right? One of them was about cows and how you know vegans' big thing is how like horrible the cow industry is on the environment. Right. But it's like, yes, it is. But before we lived in America, there were so many bison in North America that produced so much more methane than cows because that's always where the argument comes from. That we're actually producing like a quarter of the amount of methane than we did before humans even settled in North America because there were so many bison. Well, I think if you're talking about like what cow farts, is that what you're yeah. talking? Yeah, sure. So that's the thing, but I, but I don't think that that's what we're actually taught or like we, I'm not a fucking vegan. I eat all the meat, but like, right. that's not what vegans are talking about when they talk about, um, impact of, I mean, that is one thing I, I guess, but like they're talking about, how much water and how many other resources it takes to make like one pound of beef? Right, they do the same versus for like a hundred pounds of al- almonds. Like, but yeah, but like, see, almonds is really uh, bad for the environment, quote unquote, compared to like chickens, sure. because it takes some like a fuckload of water for one almond right. or something. They have some fucking math work right. out for it. Um, and a lot of times I'm like, well, I don't really 
I guess I should care, but <laughs> well, that's the thing. Obviously, I don't steak, either. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I'm gonna do it. That's yeah, no, agreed. Yeah, we're terrible people. We're but. gonna just have to switch to a more uh, seafood diet. Yeah, well, um, we're gonna have to because the water is gonna be like right. you know. And they so have high. these new speak. I read every issue this year of National Geographic had all this food shit. And one of the issues talked about how they have these new uh, sea farms. They basically just put up these nets in like a four square mile radius. And so the fish just live in this fucking area. They all just, they can take, they can fish it in a certain way where it like keeps the same population forever. Sure. And they got it figured out to where like, we could feed the world with this technology. People just got to get on board and got to want to eat fish. And you're like, I hate fish. Right. See, I like catfish deep fried. Yeah. Like, that's great. But yeah, when it's like, oh, we're having this red tail. Well, I'm like, yeah. oh, fuck, this I don't shit like is. salmon. I like like tuna salad. I like uh, I don't like red know, fish. Shrimp. Red shrimp. fish is always weird to me when it's like I don't I don't know about all that stuff. But I think a lot of people where we're at they don't care about global warming and the sea levels because we're really far from an ocean. That's true. We are, and we're like, all right, fucking pump up the sea levels. <laughs> all those rich fucks on the coast can move here with their money. Yeah, because we ain't got shit. Yeah. Like New Orleans and Miami and you know now, Los yeah, like Angeles, Miami, those places are gonna care. Should fucking care. Miami <laughs> I've read is like gonna be in the war because there's like people building houses hovering over the ocean now. And like, what the <laughs> so fuck dumb. are you doing? So it's a whole fucking crazy world. Um man, my wife keeps texting me about Christmas gifts. I have to click this because there's like fucking four of them. Christmas gifts. Oh, uh, she's early in this podcast is like, I think I'm gonna get her a watch. So now she's like, check out these pictures of watches. Which ones do you like? So does your wife listen to the podcast? No. Okay, I started to say, because you just told you know, what you're thinking about getting her, and I'm just sitting here like, uh-huh. Mo's wife doesn't listen to his podcast. Uh, oh, yeah, she doesn't. Um, And it's fine. It's better that way, right? I can say stupid shit. And every <laughs> once in a while, she has listened, and her friends, she has friends of hers that listen to the podcast. So I think I'm sure they'd wrap me out for something real horrible. Oh, yeah, like if you told her about last weekend? Yeah, if I was like, I've done so much coke off this stripper's <laughs> ass, it was crazy. <laughs> and they would let her know, and she'd be like, uh, what strip club do you go to? There's no strip clubs around here. Where'd you get the coke? Because we have no money. And I'd be like, uh, you've got me. Well, always so, got money for coke. Right. I mean, if it's a good deal. Yeah. You gotta I mean, go you can't it. deny the value. Yeah, because you can get so much work done. It's like right. it pays for itself. That's true, yeah. If you have a job like that. Um, all right. My last thing I had really only thing the last thing I had to ask you about, because I thought you'd know, is the whole Trump versus Senator Warren thing. And now Snappy asked me earlier about it off uh, the podcast, and uh, I kinda gave him a heads up. I figured you know more about it. So she's back in the news because of this bet more or less. Yeah, yeah. So basically Trump uh so so Elizabeth Warren for a long time has uh, claimed to be, you know, some part Native American. And that is the reason why that's a thing is because she has like been accused in the past of like basically not. She was a minority professor at Harvard, for instance. Right. So like she became and, and she touted that title like I'm a minority professor. And it's like. Yeah, but you look white. And I really right. do come down on the side of if you look white, you probably shouldn't go around claiming you're whatever. Just because of the way white privilege is these days. Like, you can't tell me Elizabeth Warren didn't have white privilege with the way she looks. That's my take. Right. So when you then go around and be like, oh, no, 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 sir. Right. <laughs> I understood right. why everyone was annoyed with her. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. No, no, no. Yeah, no. I, I can I can kind of agree with that. Um, you know, because if you – because you could be like – 
you know, I'm not white. I'm like, you know, Italian. Slavic. Yeah, 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 I'm Italian. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I, I totally agree with what you're saying. But so that's why it was a thing, um, because basically, you know, conservatives and especially Trump kind of said the same thing that you said. Well, I think I've called him Pocahontas. Did, that's yeah, they certainly did not use the term white privilege. They were basically making <laughs> fun of her. Yeah. yeah, they were basically making fun of her for like even making it a big deal in the first place. Right. So, but Trump, his take on it was he just didn't believe it. He just thought straight up she was lying in order to be able to claim some kind of victim status or minority status. Right. So he's been saying, you know, prove it, prove it. And several months ago, this came up and he said, you know, that he would give a million dollars if she could prove it. And she did it. Right. And, and it was to me so obvious that. He didn't think of that statement before he said it. Right. It was one of those Trump moments. Right. Of, well, I'll give you a fucking million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. You know, he just wanted to wave his dick around, make everyone, you know, remember how rich he is. Right. Um, but she fucking did it. Right. You know? And in my mind, you got to pay up. Right. You know? I well, mean, like. What was so you- funny to me about was his first the statement afterwards, I believe, was how do I know we can believe it? I need to do it myself. And I'm like, yes, Trump, the new <laughs> DNA scientist, is going to fucking run the test results yeah. himself. Well, it's the- exactly like going back to climate change. Just you know, a couple days ago, he tweeted out something about how his instinct, instinct for science told him that climate science was wrong. Right. And it's like, okay, well, you have an instinct for like terrible, you know, uh, tie preferences you certainly have an instinct for like bullshit but i don't think you have a scientific instinct actually i agree um but anyway so she she fucking you know she she did it she nutted up she fucking you know put out the results and she's like where's my money you know she's like, like i would like that payable to the whatever whatever <laughs> yeah, charity. i'd like that payable to the reelect senator warren fund right. <laughs> you know like <laughs> so now he gets to look like a bitch as far as i'm concerned because it's like well aren't you so rich what's a million dollars matter i mean you right. lost pay up unless I mean, you can't can you not apparently you know? his father was paying three hundred thousand dollars a year in tax fraud when he was like two years old so i'm sure he really <laughs> does have it yeah um i think it's really interesting during the whole brett kavanaugh hearing stuff all that shit came up that like, oh yeah, Trump's family's uh fortune's based on fraud and all this shit, and no one talked about it. Like it was a story and then disappeared. Yeah, it was like, well, of course, because no one thought he got all that shit. Honestly, it was yeah. like that was shocking. Yeah, was like, I mean oh, that, that's the whole it. that's the whole thing about Trump and why he gets away with everything is because he does everything so fragrant, flagrantly, and so you know out in the open that people are like. Oh yeah, that's. You remember when he like, made that statement? I could kill someone on Fifth Avenue, and my voters would still support yeah, me. I think he was absolutely right. He still is. Yeah, <laughs> right. There that was, wasn't a. That there was wasn't no hyperbole. A rhetorical device that he was using. <laughs> that was just. He was just letting us know, like he hey, is, the, is captain the, now, exactly. know, like, <laughs> the captain now. You know, Captain Phillips America. Yeah, like exactly he, he did. He did. He you know, he Somali pirated our asses. Man, it's a sad world. Sad world, but. Honestly, it doesn't affect me much. As much as, and I've tried to tell people this, as much as I enjoyed Obama and hate Trump on like a personal level, you can have whatever feeling you want on their politics personally. But on a personal level, I just think I would like to hang out with Obama. And I look, I don't think I would like to hang out with Trump. Like that's just my gut reaction. Definitely. And But hey, here's this question. Would you rather hang out like, not like hang out in the sense of like ask them questions about their life or whatever, but like. Which one would you rather, like, sit down, smoke a bowl with, you know, play video games, whatever, 
just fucking chill with. Well, hold on, hold on. on. Between Trump and Hillary Clinton. Oh man, okay. <laughs> Trump and Obama's. No, yeah, life. no, no question. Yeah, but but Trump and Clinton. Well, here's the thing: I don't think either with? one could play video games. <laughs> um, so it really comes down to who would be funnier to see high because you mentioned <laughs> smoke a bowl with. Oh man, I guess yeah. I think I would rather probably smoke a bowl with Trump. I yeah, think it's really funnier. no, Unless you definitely Hillary would because you want to know what Bill. crazy shit he's gonna say, right? But you know, he, I mean, because he doesn't Bill. do any drugs, he doesn't drink, so it's like if this is the level of fucking insane that he is sober, right. you know, I want to see him fucking drunk. See, I guess I imagine also the Trump thing kind of going like, remember, Her- you might, might not Harold and Kumar where they like uh, Guantanamo Bay and they fucking smoke weed with George W. Bush and no. George W. is just like. It's just my dad, guys. He puts all this pressure. Like, I feel like Trump would turn into that. Like, yeah. you'd get him stoned. He's yeah, like, probably. you don't know how it was growing up in yeah. my house. So he would have like all yeah. this, and you'd he become a sentimental figure, and I'd be like, oh no, no I, yeah, for sure, we're buddies now. <laughs> I like anyone I've ever smoked pot with. You're in like a cool club with me. So whoever I make this choice, all of a sudden becomes my friend. And then that's a big deal. But Hillary, I could ask her, did you really kill people? Have y'all paid people off? I really am curious about this. I met someone here at East Central who interned for her back in the day. That's cool. And he even told us, I mean, this was 2010, 2009 is when he told us a speech in a the university seminar, whatever that fuck that class was called. And he was like, I said it on a meeting with leaders from other countries, and I learned shit that day. I did not realize that's how politics work, and I signed an NDA that I can never discuss anything. But he had, like, this fear in his eyes when he talked about it, and he was, like, <laughs> friends with the Clintons. Like, they got him a job somewhere. And I and I remember that day being like, oh, shit, it's probably, like, mafia shit. And so when everyone was like, oh, yeah, Hillary Clinton kills people, like, that, that was the whole thing. And I'm like, maybe. I don't fucking know. I'm sure everyone has done some crazy shady shit. So I vote a goddamn libertarian because we're so worried about dumb shit. They're not onto the corrupt level yet. Maybe. I make a prediction earlier in this podcast, Beto O'Rourke's running for president in 2020. What do you think about that prediction? Man, that would be crazy. Um, I call him the Mexican Obama, I believe. And he may not be Mexican. I may have been super racist. About that, <laughs> <laughs> I think he is. I think his uh, dad was an immigrant. Um, uh, you know, I don't know if he'll run for president in 2020. I know that one of his main attacks that he's been using on Cruz in Texas is that Cruz spent like, you know, all of last year and half of the year before campaigning and he missed like half of the votes, right. you know, in the Senate. So for him to turn around and do that would be really shitty. But do I know that he's not going to do that? No, oh, I, don't. I don't think he's going to win in Texas. I think he oh, will yeah. lose in Texas and then run nationally because like he might, yeah, of course it's not surprising he wouldn't get over 50% of the state of Texas, that area. It wouldn't, there's like liberals in the rest of the world. Right. Like they would like, yeah, I think it, he would be really, really uh, underqualified. People were mad that Obama ran because he was underqualified and he had only, cause he had only been a Senator hey, for two you know years. This president we have, I know he's yeah. super underqualified. Yeah, I know. We're That's, in a different world. Oh, I've talked about that. the rock and Oprah. If you're a celebrity and you have like, man, you've said that. something smart one time. They're like, won't be president the only celebrity that i would ever support for president and i've said it before on on the podcast is john stewart yes i mean 100%. because he's just so smart and I, I mean i believe in his views um you know i would work for that campaign but he's the only celebrity that i you know want to be president there's plenty of celebrities that i like a whole lot you know terry cruz is dope 
Right. You know, but I don't want him. He was a great president, idiocracy. Speaking <laughs> of which, earlier, you mentioned Trump's comment on how his scientific instincts. Right. Before we came on this podcast, I shared a meme that had that quote. And then someone's, uh, I wish I knew the guy's name on Twitter. I forgot already. Was like, soon Trump's going to be telling us to give the plants Gatorade because it's got electrolytes. And I lost it because, like, Idiocracy is one of my all-time favorite movies. Yeah. And it is so crazy. I'm, like, not even – I'm not even trying to say to hate this on Trump, just on America. Like, how much closer we are to the movie Idiocracy today than we were when that movie came out. Like, Mike Judge is a fucking prophet. (laughs) Like, it's just – it's crazy. Like, I love Idiocracy. If you haven't seen it, you have to go watch it because it really just describes the world we're going in and everyone's Dak Shepard now. Like, that's just (laughs) how it is. All right, man. My last thing I'm going to bring up to you is Fortnite. I haven't played Fortnite since whatever the first day of this newest season was because yeah. I had enough leftover coins, and I was like, you know what? I'll get the season pass, and I'll get back into it. And I played for like an hour and was like, eh, and I haven't since then. Yeah. Uh, I'm still keeping up with it. Soul Calibur Six came out yesterday. Right. And it's basically a one-for-one recreation of Soul Calibur Four, which is great because Soul Calibur Four was great and Soul Calibur Five was Does it have the special trash. characters from them? No, it, it um it has new special characters. The new special character is Geralt. Right, from Witcher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um which is cool. And then there's this new character named Aswell who is like he's crazy he makes like psychic weapons and shit right anyways um so that's cool um when i say a one-for-one recreation i mean like all of the controls like the how you do combos and stuff right um because they changed the combat system for five and they kind of i don't it. know which sport soul caliber i played but there was an arcade in my hometown that had one and so i'd always play a lot have of star arcade wars machines. characters on it um, I know. I know what you're talking about. You're going to have the Yoda and their Darth. That was a piece. Of, this was an arcade version, so, so it, it wasn't have, a home console. Did it have like Link? No, no. This one. Well, because those that, that, been Soul Calibur that would be one. like in a on a console. This was in an arcade, so it was like, and probably whatever the one before that one was. So I just remember it had the dude that uh, flexed around a lot with the weird fucking knob hands. Voldo, man. Voldo's, yeah, I remember yeah. that guy's and then you know the big Siegfried or whatever his name was yeah. with the big sword and shit. Siegfried's one of my favorites. But there wasn't special characters in the arcade version I gotcha. played. So yeah, so that came out yesterday. I've been playing that, but up until then I've been playing Fortnite. And I like it a lot. Um they added a new vehicle in recently that's right. like a four wheeler, but it has like um uh what's that thing that trains have on the front? Like at the very front, that like right, that clears knocks, the tracks. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that's called. But it has one of those. On, it's it's an it's a four wheeler with a fucking jet engine, and you can do a jet boost. And then there's one of those things on front. So if you hit somebody with it, it like launches them in the air, and then they take fall damage when they land. Oh damn! Yeah. Um. So you can pretty easily get eliminations off of it. Yeah, it's I meant that cool. power last week about Fortnite, but it didn't come up. Um, because I know he still plays a lot yeah, as well. We play basically every night, him and I. I don't know. Just to me, there's, I don't know. I will get tired of any game. Like there will be no game ever. I don't think that could ever play for longer than however many months where it's like my only game. I just need some variety, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so there's just some, when I played, I'm like, it is fun. The time before last that I played it, I won. I logged in, just won a match and quit and was like, <laughs> fuck yeah. And I'm still like, yeah, but I don't know. I just don't love it like that. Like, there's no story necessarily, and I've always wanted to play the single player mode, but never did. Yeah. Um, well, it's supposed to be coming out free to play, like in like three or four weeks. Oh, the single player. Yeah, that's that's cool. I might yeah. give it a try. Yep. Um, 
don't know. Right now, I'm so excited because next week, Red Dead Redemption 2 comes out, and I have it pre-ordered. It's already downloading on my system right now. Yeah, I might actually play that game. I said that I wasn't going to because I didn't really like the first one, and so um, I didn't... Because in my mind, I, I love Grand Theft Auto, and this game is basically Grand Theft Auto in the Old West, but it doesn't have like the craziness that Grand Theft Auto has, like the silliness, you know? Um, yeah. It, it takes itself a little more seriously, and I don't. I'm not a huge fan. Um, I think its side quests are a little sillier than this. Well, I know you can find like a Sasquatch or whatever. right. There's some weird stuff. Grand Theft Auto to me is just a satirical take on America. It's right. saying so much more than anyone, not anyone, that most people that play it even get. Right. No, I uh, agree. But I did enjoy Red Dead Redemption One. My honestly problem with it was I didn't love the action uh, combat style. I don't mm-hmm. like third person shooter necessarily like right. action games. So it really it's hard for me, but I had I really liked God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn. Like I have liked them lately. Yeah. So I'm like, well, maybe here with Red Dead Redemption Two, I was still in that mode. Yeah. And they've just everything I read about what they add to the game. I'm like, oh my god, this is fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah so I I wasn't gonna get it because since I didn't play one very much, I thought that two was like a sequel, but it's actually a prequel. Right. Um. So I might I might still get it. I heard so I and I've heard that it's supposed to have a battle royale mode. Too. There's been some talks. I don't think anything for sure has come out about it. They, gotcha. They're doing the same thing they do with Grand Theft Auto, where it's like two weeks after it comes out, then we'll release the online version. Uh, so we're gonna give gotcha. you a couple weeks to beat the single player. Gotcha. And then they'll re- so like they haven't said any information about it. I have seen the trailers and the. I, I gotta say, I'm not super impressed with the graphics. I mean, it oh. looks just like Grand Theft Auto Five. It doesn't look like they've upgraded it hardly oh, see, at I all. Could, I guess I'm also on comparing to Grand Theft Auto Five. I'm comparing to Red Dead Redemption One in my mind, but the graphics look so much better to me in the trailers than any game that's out on a console right now. Oh no, no I, way! I mean, better than like Horizon Zero Dawn, and better than mm-hmm. like not even close. Really. Oh no, you're no. out of your mind! Like God of War and stuff. Yeah, no, dude, you're you're. I guess God of War something. may be different because it's not open world, so they can do a little more. But even then, on the trailers alone, I would say. The landscapes look more like real life in Red Dead Redemption Two than the other games you mentioned off the trailers. No I've man, seen. I think now the we'll character see once I have models the game. still have that really like cartoony look to them. Well, that's the reason I said glances. Like, uh, I do think the car- the character models have more of a sheen to them. That's yeah, weird. Yeah. Uh, but that could be. I mean, we'll see when I get the game. Like how it looks. It just to me, they just it just doesn't look like it's been upgraded that much from Grand Theft Auto Five. I kind of figured they would. You know, I kind of expected this to be as much better as Grand Theft Auto 5 was to Grand Theft Auto 4. You know, right. It was yeah, a but, huge step up. I was kind of expecting, because it's been years. I mean, well, shit, I think Grand Theft also, Auto 5 came out like five or six years ago. It did, but I think you're also probably thinking of Grand Theft Auto 5 on the PS4 and new gens. Like, that's different than the last-gen Grand Theft Auto games. Like, it does look quite, I bet, quite a bit better than what you would remember if you only saw Grand Theft Auto 5 on a PS3. That's probably true. But I do like Red Dead Redemption 2 because they're doing what they did for Grand Theft Auto 5 on the PS4. It's fully playable in first person or third person mode. That's cool. And when I got Grand Theft Auto 5 on PS4, I beat the whole thing in first person mode because I love first person games. And then there was only one part I had to go out of it. And there was a mission with uh, Trevor's the crazy dude's name, right? Yeah. Um, I love Where you're moving the crates on a dock. Like that's all you're doing. But the vehicle you're sitting in has a bar right in front of your eyeballs. And so when you're in first person view, you can't see anything but a bar. And I was like, those motherfuckers, they didn't test this whole thing. And so I'm assuming given Red Dead Redemption 2 won't have vehicles, 
that won't become a problem in first person. And I think it would be fun to uh, – I think horses are a big thing about it because I love or can of Tom uh, on Nintendo 64 Zelda, right? And just being on the fucking horse and shooting your fucking bow and arrow <laughs> and just that idea that we could do that in Red Dead Redemption because I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm all fucking in. And <laughs> I've hunted so much on the first one. I, that's what most of my time was, was, hey, I'm going to go hunt. And I would just fucking go kill snakes and birds and shit. And so, yeah, I think that's what most of my time. Will the next be game again. that I'm interested in is Fallout 76, but I'm definitely going to give it a few weeks before I buy it because yeah. I want to see. I'm probably skipping it. Chances are I want to see how it is, but I like the I, I, well, I don't even like the idea of it. I am ambivalent about the idea of it. Right. If, it if it's executed well, I think it could be really cool. See, if I liked Fallout 4 more, I would probably be excited, but I I just don't lo- like I want to like Fallout a lot and I platinum Fallout 4 and I played the fuck out of it. Right. But I'm just like, eh, it's not Elder Scrolls to me. Like Elder Scrolls yeah. I just think's better and uh, it's more my shit. Yeah. I think that Fallout 4 has definitely been the weakest Fallout game. I of, really like New Vegas. Time. That was probably my favorite of the Fallouts. Yeah. Fallout New Vegas had the best story for sure. Um I think that Fallout 3 is still my favorite because um, kind of the the characters. I like the characters a little bit more. Um, and also there was just a lot less bugs. Fallout Four was real, or Fallout New Vegas was really buggy. That's true. Um, but also Fallout the Fallout New Vegas's DLC I thought was kind of not very good. Um, especially the one that takes place in like Utah. Um, where you go find the Burning Man. Right, and I've um, told my story of Fallout New Vegas on here where I got to the end and it all bugged and crashed on me. I couldn't even finish it. So, like, I, I'm all aware of how shit the bugs are. But the game was good. The DLC for Fallout 3 was amazing because you had Mothership Zeta where you got fucking zoomed up in a fucking alien spaceship and you got all this alien gear. And then you had the Operation Anchorage, which was the best one, which actually took you back to the first battle of the war that destroyed the world. Right. And you got to like be a part of the force that like launched the first nuke and shit. That's cool. I mean, Fallout 76, from what I've seen, it looks like it could be cool. It's just also weird to me when you're like, uh, you make like an always online game, like Destiny 2, for instance. Or this is a perfect one. We talked about Fortnite earlier. So everyone's talking about Call of Duty right now, right? Black right. Ops. And like the idea that you would pay $60 for that game. And then you're like, and I'm going to play the blackout mode, right? Which is like their battle royale. And then I see people all the time are like, it's so much better than Fortnite. And I'm like, maybe it is. So I'm not even going to say it isn't. But you paid $60 for it. And then this other person paid no dollars for Fortnite. And like, it's just a different True. thing. And so when you see people comparing them all the time. So when I was like fall 76, I'm like, I'm not saying it's not worth $60 or whatever. But in my mind, I'm like, why isn't it just free and you just sell us fucking cosmetic items if Agreed. you wanted extra items? Because that's what Agreed. online games do now. Right. It's like, to me, the money's for the single player experience, and that's what you're right. doing. But I, 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 I agree with that. We'll see where it goes. The thing, so, and the other thing that I'm worried about with Fallout 76 is because every single human is a real person. Right. It kind of robs the, the tension of like all the quests because. Uh, from what I've seen, a lot of the quests that you get, it's like you find this clue that there were settlers that are in trouble and you have to go rescue them. But then, like, when you get there, they're dead and you just kind of loot their corpses, you know? Right. It's like, well, you knew they were dead the whole time because you, know you can't meet a, an NPC. To me, that's my so. general problem uh, with MMOs is the way the quests are of, like, 
you got to do this. And then you're running across and then you're like, oh, there's 40 guys standing talking to that NPC. I bet that's where I have to go because that's the quest <laughs> everyone's running. Yeah. And you would go over there like, all right, and I talked to that guy. And there's no sense of like, uh, like you're not necessarily the hero in an MMO. And I think that's right. what. That's true. It's weird. And I think it's cool in this whole Fallout 76 that there's a chance that they could, someone can get a nuke and destroy your world. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Everyone was fucking freaking out like it was bad. I'm like, that's, I don't know. I think it's cool to me. That yeah. would be my goal is I want to be the guy with the nuke <laughs> that fucks everything up. So I guess I shouldn't play the game. Probably not. All right, man. You got anything else that's pressing? Um, You know, I'm thinking and, uh, I don't think so, man. I think, um, yeah, no, my life has been kind of lame lately, so probably don't have anything else to add. Yeah, my life is also lame, except I have fall break because I work for a school, and you don't get paid for those days. It's like the way teachers don't get paid, but right. it's like they right. separate it the right way. So you yeah. feel like you're getting paid in a way, like your, <laughs> your pay's not affected, but when you really think about it, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm not getting paid for this shit. Yeah. So you're like, I'm like, I'm trying to enjoy my fall break, but the whole time I'm like, well, if I had another job, I could just be at work getting paid money right now. So, <laughs> yeah. um, but it has allowed me to finish my mixtape. So that's going to probably release, I don't know, maybe within like the next week. Oh shit. You heard it here first, motherfuckers. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm going to shoot for this one's going to come out Tuesday. So we'll say Wednesday, whatever day Wednesday is. That's even my goal when my mixtape's going to come out. So I available think I for it. purchase at. Uh, it's, it'll be free. No, I'll just get that shit away. No, 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 no. Available for purchase at you got. We gotta get merch, man. You need oh. some a powwow with Mo merch. Well, now it's your a podcast tape. with Mo. But oh, yeah, yeah, and right, actually, yeah. as you being a, a guest who also has to listen to the podcast, Snappy's trying to work on some t-shirts, which I'd be all about. Um, I thought about selling my shit or putting it on Spotify because I do own my music. I made the beats and the lyrics and I rapped it, so I'm like, I own all that shit. But from what I'm looking at, a lot of people don't make money on Spotify. Like no. You get like thousands and thousands of plays. It's like, and you made $20. I'm like, well, is it worth it? It would be worth it if anyone literally heard it and liked it. Like, that would be worth it to me to pay the money. But I'm like, God, no one will probably even fucking hear it. So I'm going to go to (laughs) YouTube first and uh, Datpiff and SoundCloud. And if people seem to like it, I will go out of my way to figure out a way to get on Spotify. But until then, I'm not going to fucking worry about it. And I really don't think many people are going to care because it's not even good rap. Like, I enjoy it, but it's really closer to like emo rock music <laughs> than it is rap music. <laughs> and I'm aware of this, and I made a weird fucking mixtape. So, <laughs> I'm but hey, you to made keep a my... thing, man. Right? You know, and like, that is that's something... the thing. There's so many people out there that just want to shit on everything else in the world because they can't make their own shit. You know, it's very true. And I do think, and I tell my wife, like, the only thing I got going for me is I'm pretty good at finishing stuff, like. Yeah. finishing projects and things. I'm like, I can do that. Yeah, I don't have that at all. I've started <laughs> like three different novels in my life and right. I'll get like 40 or 50 pages in and I'm just like, oh, this sucks and I don't want to finish it. See, I try to convince my wife to we should tag team a novel together because she, you know, she can write a little bit. And, um, she's an English teacher. And I'm like, I'm a good ideas person. I could spell <laughs> cool ideas all day. But as far as the actual talent of writing, I don't possess that. So I would have to somehow like i think i could write a cool tv show like i think i have enough something in my brain to make it work man but writing as far scripts as getting are hard it, right that's, that's to hard. a paper i'm like well i don't know if i can do all that shit. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. i'd have to get the writing scripts for dummies book and <laughs> you know, go that route. now i've got sunk cost and i had to spend 10 bucks on that book and right now if <laughs> no. i don't do it i'm gonna be behind on my rent right hey technically my patreon at the moment 
is getting me $18 a month. So shout out. Fuck there. yeah. Get um, that fucking sponsor money. You heard that? Patreon.com slash a podcast with Mo. That's true. You got it that time. And <laughs> and go, you know, give a dollar a month. Well, the goal would be eventually I would make so much I could pay people to come on my podcast. And then we would, that would help everyone in the world. Patreon.com slash a podcast <laughs> with Mo. Get my ass paid. Exactly. So, um, also, I'm, I wasn't supposed to mention anything, but Powell doesn't listen, so who gives a fuck? There's like a <laughs> really small chance Powell may be moving back. Oh shit! And if so, that would be cool because he could come on more often. Yeah. Even though he's some some people hate him, but some people like him. I mean, I fucking hate him. And I'll you know I'll take it all. Like some people hate you, but I'm like you know what I like him a lot on. So we're gonna have him on. Yay! That's how I feel about it. But all right, man. Haters. (laughs) That's what I got this week. Um, I'm gonna play another beat that I made. Um, I'm still haven't made any beats since I lost all my project files. But someday I'll get back to it, and I still have a few left here that I made. Um, I hope y'all like it, and uh, yeah, that's all I got. Deuces. Peace.